Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the 10 game NBA main site on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. I don't know if you guys have been monitoring the NBA Top Shot market last couple days. Seems like we're finally going up after it seems like what? Like, like it feels like a couple years have been in a bear market, but um, yeah, good to see things starting to bounce back a little bit for NBA Top Shot. Again, guys, I have, I have a lot of videos explaining that if that is something you're interested in getting into. Uh, but if you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, also up on Apple Podcasts, I have a link down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer them Patreon.com and Esports Package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And then I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, if you're first time watching these videos, um, they will post fantasy score projections, and you can either take the over or under. And right now they have eight players posted for tomorrow. They have a lot more throughout the day, and these will move. So if like you see one that you, you either think is too high or too low, you should hop on that now. And they have everything, like literally everything you can think of. They have MLB, PGA, uh, CSGO, COD. Again, all esports, soccer, everything. You can mix and match sports. And the fun thing, which I always say about prize picks, is you are not playing against anyone. You're playing against the house. It's a nice change of pace. Nice change of pace from DraftKings. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link in the description below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone, all you viewers, uh, closing in on the 9,000 subscriber mark on YouTube. And we've consistently been getting about 400 uh, viewers in the live stream every uh, day so far. I don't know why, because I continue to uh, just take L's this week. But um, yeah, I appreciate all the support. And if you guys uh, do enjoy the content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. As always, again, we'll be doing YouTube live stream tomorrow. And uh, let's aim for 150 likes on this video. All right, so before we talk about players and their prices for this 10-game slate, we can look back mine up here from Friday. So Friday, just on the outside of the cash here for tournaments, and it's just it's just the week of the blowouts. It's just the week of the blowouts. Uh, pretty unfortunate, but here, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. So, um, yeah, let's go over the chalk. Uh, in the higher dollar stuff. Uh, Kyrie Irving, 83% owned. And you know what? I agree with that ownership. I agree that he was the best spend up on the slate with everyone out for the Nets. Team to himself, great matchup. And we just, are, are the Trailblazers the best team in the world now? They're just going to blow out every single team. Another like one two point spread and a blowout. <laughs> so frustrating. I've played Nurkic three times this week, and every single time it has been a blowout. So, yeah, I used a Kyrie uh, Nurkic Shamit pairing. Um, I was messing around with roster instruction a lot, and I couldn't get to something I really liked. Um, there was guys like Alize Johnson, Niang, I was messing around for value. Um, but I ended, I ended up with this. So, what with Drew Holiday, Middleton, and Bobby Portis? Drew, Chalk, Middleton, Chalk. Once again, Middleton without Giannis shoots like 20% from the field. Uh, and then Bobby Portis, I was actually surprised he was low owned. Once we got the news that he was starting, I was like, that's, I thought it was, he was a pretty clear play. Only 37% owned, one for 43. Uh, but yeah, the, the Chalk Bucks guys were just somewhat disappointing, Drew especially. And 
he was popular and i agree he should have been popular uh, just one of those slates where it's like again some of these blowouts hurt um other value use again he's mo wagner to get a little bit different he was fine he shot like one of seven or something uh, robert williams didn't play as much as i expected he didn't really get any more run in the overtime either it was tristan thompson it's just like oh okay um so yeah just just finish on the outside of cashing it, it one of those weeks right it's just one of those weeks where um very tilting had uh basically every single day blowouts random blowouts too not not one that you can really predict right not not a game that's like a like 14 15 point spread where like, oh okay there's there's significant risk here no these are like one two point spread games that are blowing out so it's been that type of week yesterday was the injury slate today back to the blowouts uh so that's that's no fun but that is it for the luck back i will mention too one tool i really do like using i'll use it all the time is the fantasy labs uh contest dashboard you can look back and check out ownership in, in all these contests so they don't have the, the ownership posted for today yet but that, that'll be up soon uh, you can go back and see what all the ownership is in the high dollar stuff you will see Kyrie, drew middleton bobby portis be the absolute chalk right once you get to a certain level like this is again this is uh so this is from last night in the two thousand uh one hundred twenty dollar entry you see ownership really condensed right kevin durant a hundred percent hernan gomez 85 percent brunson 85 percent baysmore 75 percent um I'm, I'm telling you if uh once this comes out you're gonna see similar ownership uh for the uh for the guys tonight it's just again one of those like boston san antonio overtime and tatum goes for like 80 with almost a fully healthy team the funny part about that too is uh, i was talking about some patreon i was messing around with my, my build and i had a last piece in uh at 9.8 or like 10k and i was like uh i could go tatum but i don't really want to play tatum and I'm, yeah you, you saw what what he did tonight so um that is it for the look back uh all right so we have 10 games let's see do we only have two of the 10 out right now Grizzlies and Magic at 224 over under. The Grizzlies are 10 and a half point favorites. That game was like, what did that game finish? I think it was like 90 to 70. 92 to 75. Oh. Oh. Uh, Pelicans and T Wolves at 234 and a half over under. Uh, the the uh, Pelicans are three and a half point favorites. Again, a game I like, which means it'll automatically blow out. Mentioned that about Portland and uh, uh, Portland and Brooklyn tonight, and it blew out. <laughs> so. Yeah, again, just one of those weeks where it's like you just can't catch any breaks. But all right, Detroit, Charlotte. So, so once again, Detroit is resting the veterans here with Grant, Plumley, Kojo, Diallo, doubtful too, Ellington out, Magruder out. They seem to have nine healthy bodies here. So we got to start with Isaiah Stewart at the top at six point five k. Makes for makes for one of the better plays in the mid range. Should play you know 30, 35 minutes. This is a good matchup against the Charlotte. Uh, Hornets front court. So I do like Stewart. Josh Jackson, for some reason, only played 20 minutes. The last game wasn't in foul trouble. L- little bit worrisome, but I think normally, again, he'll play 25 to 30 minutes, which, which makes him a fair play. Sadiq Bay at 5-2, I think stands out as a pretty good play. He's not a phenomenal point for a guy, but he's the guy that should play about 35-ish minutes. I do like Sadiq Bay in the mid-range. I like Killing Hayes a good amount for value. He should get about 30 minutes. Um, and then uh, Frank Jackson off the bench, I think, is, is firmly in play. Uh, I think we get 25 minutes from him. And then uh, I'm guessing Sekou starts. Assuming Sekou starts, he is playable. He played 29 minutes the last game. Not a great point per minute guy, but he's close to min price. So, and then, yeah, Tyler Cook probably will get the backup five run, I'm guessing, with no Jill Okafor now, too. Like, they don't have any other bigs. So, a Pistons team's definitely intriguing. But, yeah, I think, like, Stewart, Jackson, Sadiq Bay. 
uh, Killen Hayes, Frank Jackson, even Sekou are all in play here. On the Charlotte side, we've got to keep an eye on LaMelo Ball because LaMelo Ball is questionable. And my guess is since he's questionable, I think he plays in this one. And if LaMelo Ball plays, then I'm not as high really on, on anyone for Charlotte because LaMelo Ball is a pretty high usage guy. Uh, if LaMelo Ball plays and starts and there's no limit, then I really like LaMelo Ball himself. But if LaMelo Ball plays and there's a limit, then it kind of just takes me off everyone for, for the Charlotte Hornets. Now, if LaMelo Ball is out, then we can look to some guys here. Then like Devontae Graham, the last three games, 42, 40, and 48 fancy points. He's been playing really well, also big minutes. Um, I think Devontae Graham would be a really solid player in the mid-range. P.J. Washington is always in play for tournaments and minutes. Um, you know, he's been playing some some big minutes, but he's he's prone to foul trouble at times. That That's the one concern there with P.J. And then, yeah, the rest of the Hornets, like Rogier and Bridges are fine spend-ups, uh, contrain spend-ups if the Mala Ball's out. But yeah, if the Mala Ball's in, this is probably a team that I will avoid. Um, Golden State and Houston. So Steph Curry at the top 10-6. It's a good matchup. He's been shooting out of his mind. I think he's a really good tournament play. Draymond Green, keep an eye on this one. I'm, I'm hoping he does play for my best ball team, even though it's basically done already. Um, if he does play, I think we get about mid-30s minutes. A guy that has a triple-double upside. So Draymond, it would be fine if he does play. Uh, Kelly Oubre, also questionable. If both Draymond and Oubre are out, then we have value. Well, first start with Bazemore 4-6. I think would be a pretty clear value play if, if uh, he starts again for no Oubre. Um, played 33 minutes the last game. So do like uh, Bazemore get him out. And then I think Juan Toscano Anderson would start if there's no Draymond Green. If he does start, he becomes a really good value play. Obviously, Looney is fine. He'll play, you know, 25 to 30 minutes, and it's a fair value play. But guys like Bazemore, Toscano, Anderson, if there's no Green and Oubre, those two become really, really good value plays. And then Wiggins is just Wiggins. He's playable, but that guy just really dislike playing on the Houston you know what this reminds me of this reminds me of the Danny Green game earlier this year I had Danny Green as a core play uh one day that was when everyone was out for the 76ers and he shot like 0 of 10 and the next night he broke the record for three-pointers. <laughs> Basically what happened here for Calvin Porter Jr. Had him as a core play against Minnesota. Really liked him. Shot two of 12. Went for 23 fancy points. Every single person else in the starting lineup crushed. And then next game, 80 fancy points. Like, all right, all right. No, but it, uh, seriously, though, for, for the Houston Rockets, like, I like the, the big three here. Wood, Porter, Kelly Lenek, I think are three good plays. Golden State is not good defensively. All three are going to play big minutes. Like, look at the minutes for Christian Wood. 37, 38, and 39 minutes the last three games. I think he's a good play even at 8-7. I think Kevin Porter Jr. is a good play. Now, are we going to get 78? No. Are we going to get 23? Probably not. I think we're going to get somewhere in between that. But, again, 41 minutes, right? The minutes are massive. And Olenek, he has been playing really well. Uh, also went for 50-plus fancy points. The last four games, 49, 47, 49, 49, and 53 fancy points. Yeah, I like all three of the big three here for Houston. I think all three are pretty good plays. Jay Sean Tate at 6-1, more of a secondary option for me. And uh, the rest of the Houston Rockets, Garmani Brooks at 4-5, but I'm probably not going to do that. I will mention DJ Wilson at 3-3, at played 25 minutes the last game. Revenge game here. If he went for a double double, like DJ Wilson actually is a decent point per minute guy. So like, if if I knew he was going to play twenty five minutes again, I would like him a lot for value. But I'm just 
I'm not convinced about that. So, but I did. I do think he's playable. It's just, I'm not. I'm not convinced the minutes will be there. And KJ Martin has been hovering around 20 minutes, but I don't know if we have to go there at that price. All right, Chicago and Atlanta. So Nikola Vucevic again, 10.1K, a fine contrarian spend up. Should play mid 30s minutes in a good matchup. Perfectly fine with him. Kobe White at 6.5. I think he's a pretty safe play in the mid range. Again, minutes 35 ish. Uh, a guy that can stuff the statue of Noah Levine. I think he's pretty safe. With Thad Young and Daniel Tice, I mean, the minutes right now are just hard to trust these guys. Thad Young only played 19 tonight after playing 29, 26 previous games. Uh, Daniel Tice, we know that the minutes kind of fluctuate on them. If you want to take a shot on all those guys and hope the minutes are there, go for it. It's just a little bit hard to trust right now. Um, and then I'm probably not going to anyone else here on Chicago. Moving on to Atlanta, uh, Trey Young at 9.3K. I actually do kind of like to contrarian spend up. Was having a pretty good game, and then the game blew out against Philadelphia. But um, yeah, good matchup here, and should play 35 plus minutes. I do like trade there at the top. Uh, Capella is a fine GBP play. Um, he did have 34 fancy points in 17 minutes. Two fancy point per minute guy against Joel Embiid. This is a decent matchup against the Bulls. So if you want to use Capella as a GBP play, go for it. But uh, that's probably where I'm at for Atlanta, Miami, and Cleveland. Um, Jimmy Butler, Bam and Abaya, both uh, both solid plays their respective prices. Again, more secondary options though for me. Uh, none in, so I'm not really on uh, him or Drogic. There's not a ton here for, for the Miami side. And the Cleveland side, uh, Garland left the game today. Probably not going to Sexton though. Allen and Love are just kind of secondary options. Chetty Osman already is priced up. I assume he starts if, if there's no Garland. But again, the 5.7K price is just kind of like meh. So this game in general kind of just ugly for me. Memphis and Orlando, you saw what happened tonight. Um, the, the issue I have with the Grizzlies, they just run such a deep rotation. Ja, JV, fine for tournaments. Uh, Grayson Allen missed, but again, they use Bain. They use D'Anthony Melton. They just have a ton of guys. You want to take a shot on one of those guards, go for it. But this will probably be a game I'll be most likely avoiding. Um, on the Orlando side, so assuming that Ross and Okiki are out again and that Mo Wagner starts, Mo Wagner's the guy for me. And the reason is he played 20 minutes. Again, shot 0 of 7. But played 20 minutes and went for 19 fancy points. Um, assuming he starts again, I do like Mo Wagner for value. Can Bacon and Harris, it makes me nauseous, you know, mentioning these guys' names, but they should play minutes. Again, they're low usage guys, but they, they got to hit their shots to, to get you there. Um, Indiana and OKC, it's, it's really hard to say right now because basically just the entire team is questionable for the Pacers. So bonus, Brogdon, Lamb, Gogo. All questionable. Let's just say everyone's out. It's Levert at the top for me looks really good. Brissett just because they have no other bigs. And then curious to see what they do the starting lineup. But maybe guys like Sumner, McConnell, Justin Holiday, even Doug McDermott be coming in play. Um, we really just have to monitor what they end up doing in the starting lineup. But it would basically be Levert, uh, Brissett, and then a bunch of value for the Pacers that would look good. Now, if everyone those questionable is in, then I'm probably not getting to anyone here in a good matchup. So I mean, it's hard to say right now for the Pacers. On the Thunder side, a team I don't love tarting, but the pricing did come down a little bit on some of these guys. So Baisley at 6'4 is fair, but you know, is the most expensive of the of the, the main Thunder guys. Moses Brown at 4'9. I don't know what to make of his minutes. Last four games. 7, 27, 12, 32. Your guess is as good as mine how, how many minutes he plays. I will just say this. If I knew Moses Brown was gonna play 30 minutes tonight, I would probably lock him in. But there's also a chance he plays 10 minutes. So I have no idea what, what to uh, you know make of his of his minutes. With the other guys for the Thunder, so no door. There's some guys that are intriguing here. And don't play Kendrick Williams. He's no longer in the rotation. But Maladon, Pogoshevsky, Roby, I think all in play below 5K. 
Maldon should play about 30 minutes. Again, it's been a little bit underwhelming recently, but there's no Lou Dort. Pogoshevsky shot with three of 16, but he again, he's still aggressive on the offensive end. And then Isaiah Roby, even though he didn't play a ton of minutes, he's been a good point for a guy. So like, there's actually some guys that I think are intriguing here for the Thunder. It's a good matchup too. So like Pogoshevsky, Maldon, Roby, I think all look pretty good for value. Um, if you want to take a shot and tie Jerome off the bench, I'm not going to talk you off it. But again, minutes been a little bit up and down. See, Mikhail Luke probably gets about 20 minutes. Again, he's super light in the scoring. Uh, Tony Bradley is, uh, I think he's going to play, but he hasn't been playing a ton recently, so probably can't do that. And yeah, that's that's really it for the Thunder. Like Charlie Brown and uh, Gabriel Deck, whatever that is, will get some minutes, but I'm not going there. Really, where I'm focusing on probably is, is Malon, Pokoshevsky, Roby. Even you can take shot in Moses Brown, but I have no idea how many minutes he's going to play. All right, four games left. New Orleans, Minnesota. Um, on the New Orleans side, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, both in play at the top because the matchup, neither are party plays for me, though, um, you know, if I had to pick one, might lean towards Zion, even though he's been a little bit more inconsistent. It's just because the matchup here, uh, again, he's just flashed more upside than a guy like Brandon Ingram. Alonzo uh, Ball, I think, is a pretty safe play at 7-2. He should play 35-ish minutes, a guy that, you know, can stuff the stat sheet. Um, an up type of matchup. I do like Lonzo at, at the point guard position. No Steven Adams. I think Hernan Gomez a four. Even this price point, I think looks pretty good. Should play about 30 minutes and is a good point for a guy. So like Hernan Gomez again. Jackson Hayes is the contrarian GPP pivot if something happens to Hernan Gomez. He did go for uh, 20 fancy points in 19 minutes last game. And then like Bledsoe, James Johnson. Eh, I don't know if we have to go there. On the Minnesota side, I do like Carl Anthony Towns. Like the matchup against Hernan Gomez and Jackson Hayes, he should be able to feast here. I think we get about 35 minutes from him. Um, I do like Cat to get him out there at the top. Edwards D'Lo, viable tournament plays. We saw the minutes go down in D'Lo last game. Um, Ricky Rubio had like a 50 fancy point game kind of out of nowhere. I'll uh, play 31 minutes. I don't know. I mean, his minutes are just too inconsistent for me to trust it. I mean, he's viable for tournaments, but I just, I don't know how many minutes he's going to play. Uh, and then McDaniels has been hopping around the, you know, 30-ish minutes range. He's below 4K. Low usage guy, but at least somebody you can consider for value. Washington and Dallas, once again, Westbrook, just a safe play. And that game blew out, like, basically every single game has this week. Uh, but yeah, Westbrook, I think, is a safe play with some upside. Beal more with the contrarian GPP pivot. Gafford was the guy that got the Mets tonight. It could be Len. It could be Lopez. I just have no idea what Scott Brooks is going to do. I'm just not even considering any of the Washington bigs. And on the Dallas side, it's Luka Doncic at 10-9. Um, in a good matchup, should play 35-ish minutes. I like Luca there at the top. Porzingis, keep an eye on that. If Porzingis misses, then maybe consider guys like Klebel, Powell. The issue I have is just Rick Carlisle. I mean, you guys know this. Like, I just, I really, really dislike Rick Carlisle because the rotations are just so inconsistent on a night-to-night basis. Uh, he could just run like five bigs. I would not be surprised. So really, it would be probably Luca for me, and that is it. Uh, Denver and the LA Clippers. I think Jokic is a pretty safe play at the top here. Not afraid of Zubac or Boogie Cousins at the defensive end. Uh, should play about 35 minutes. I do like Jokic at the top. MPJ is also in play at 8.2K. He's been clearly their number two guy. And he's been playing really well of late. Uh, the rest of the Nuggets, I think Compose would be the value guy I would get to just because the, the assist, right? 13, 7, 10, 4 assists in the last four games. Um, and he's been playing about, you know, 30, 35 minutes. I think Composo is the value guy I look to for Denver. All right, and the LA Clippers side, keep an eye on Kawhi. He's currently questionable. If he misses, you can go to Paul George at 10K. Should play 35-ish Mets and be the clear number one on offense. Um, there's not much else here, though, for the Clippers. There's not. Like, maybe is this the game Boogie Cousins has to play at 3-9 against a big Denver front court? Possibly. Um, he's a good point for a guy if you want to take a, a dart throw on him in GPs. I will actually mention Rajon Rondo, and it's because of the Mets. So, for the last five games, 26, 22, 22, and 25 minutes. 
Rondo's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. If if the plan is to play him about 25 minutes, then I actually do have some interest in Rage on Rondo for value. Finally, Toronto, Utah. Uh, so it looks like Lowry's wrestling this one. Siakam, Van Fleet, both of them play at the top. Neither party plays on a tough matchup. OG's been playing well, but again, price about right. Ken Burch had a big game last game. Do I want to pay 5-3 for him against Rudy Gobert? Not really. Malachi Flynn's probably where I'm looking to a 4-3. Assuming he starts to play 32 minutes, the last game of guy that can stuff the statute, so Flynn would probably be the value I'd look to. And that is about it on the Utah side. So this game blew out, again, like every single game on the slate. A Rudy Gobert, 8-5. I will, like... I saw in Fantasy Labs that Favors started the second half, but, like, I think Gobert came back in. I don't know. Keep an eye on that one, but I, I think Gobert will play. If he does play, again, just a secondary play. And Conley, Mitchell, looks like they'll, they'll still be out. So Clarkson's a fine tournament play at 7.5K. Uh, and then Joe Ingles, more the cashy play at, at 7-1. Should handle a lot of the, the ball handling duties. Uh, Bojan is playable, again, reliant on the scoring. Royce O'Neal is a fine play. Niang, assuming he starts again, I think is a pretty good value um, three seven seems a little bit too cheap for him. And that is where I'm at for this 10 game NBA slate guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. So you know, when I upload videos, you don't go live again, it will be doing YouTube live stream tomorrow. Uh, let's hope that we have, uh, you know, our luck turn around. I don't continue to just put my money in the fire. That would be great if I could actually have a winning night, uh, tomorrow. So, uh, that's going to do it for the video, guys. Good. Uh, have a good, great day, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.